Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we go to Istanbul. Özke is with us. Özke and I met in 2011 in New York. And from her biography, we can read she graduated from international finance, uh, where you only had a few years of banking experience. After noticing my lack of interest in banking, I've decided to change my path. That's when you came to New York for the professional coaching program at NYU. And then what happened? You're running the Lampa Design Hotel in Istanbul. Okay, let me start from the beginning. I studied international finance in Istanbul. Then I was not really interested in the topic I was studying, to be honest. Now I'm 40, so I can say it in confidence. I didn't want to go deep directly into working in audit or finance or something. I searched for a master's degree, which I found an international program, actually which started in Germany. I did the first year in Germany and then the second year in Spain. I did my speciality in international marketing, which was also uh, very interesting, much interesting than finance and everything. I finished the topic in, in Valencia. I studied in Valencia. It was nice. Then I returned back to Turkey, searching for jobs and everything. I ended up in banking. The bank, to be honest, I love my team. We were working on the middle office, which was kind of controlling the treasury. It was with tension and with lots of work, but at the same time, having that adrenaline, it was interesting. But still, I was searching for something to be able to touch the people because we were in front of the computer. Okay, we were touching the only the treasury people and we were the controlling just a couple of people. I was not touching a human directly. At that time, I was doing some self-work, trying to do self-development, and I learned about coaching. And I was saying, okay, when I get old enough, I will become a coach. This was when I was 29 years old. Because I liked the international marketing better when I was studying in Valencia, I decided, okay, I should quit the bank and go to public relations, marketing and stuff. That's a different kind of market. I'm not sure if it's the same everywhere in the world. But in Istanbul, it was not easy to dive into without any background, internships or some works. Then I said, okay, I'll go to and find a certificate program or something where I can get the fresh information about the market. At the same time, it was my kind of dream, let's say. Dream is a big word, but I always <laughs> wanted to stay in New York for a long time. Two weeks just for holiday, one week just for holiday. I wanted to experience the city for a longer time. So I decided to check my U, some other universities in the city. 
And while going around to look for marketing, branding, these topics, I saw the coaching title, which was actually my future uh, project in my mind. And I was, okay, prerequisite, graduated from a credible university. Anything else? Nothing. No job experience. Then I sent an email to NYU saying, look, I have this banking experience, just a short while. I have this and this education. I'm 59 years old. And can I attend this program? They said, sure. sure. Yes. Anybody takes your money. (laughs) I was like, okay. But to be a coach, I thought I need to be the old wise person. I need to have some knowledge. I need to have some mentoring background or so, which when we were doing the study, which we learned that actually we didn't. That's why I was so happy to be accepted to the program. It taught a lot, not only in coaching perspective, but in life as well. Living in New York was great. Do you think you took away from living in New York and the coaching? What were highlights for you? From the coaching, really, it's something because now I'm not doing it professionally, but it's still somewhere in my communication mm-hmm. style with other people, not only who I work with, but with everyone. I'm still asking more questions than I do before. I'm trying to ask people to understand them. I'm trying to listen to them more actively. When I notice that I just chit chat and stuff, I can turn my head to a point to start the person talking to me more actively in my social life as well. That's one thing. That is the most important Mm -hmm. thing. Also, the next level in the bank, in the hotel, I returned back to Istanbul from coaching and I started to open an office, go around. My niche was coaching the young professionals because I was 30 at that moment when we did this study, like me who are not happy with their work but want to find a new path. I wanted to focus on the kids who were studying for the university because I did the wrong choice there. I just wanted to have a niche that not to go around everyone to coach. I I did a couple of good works. In the meantime, my father decided to build a hotel because he's a constructor. (laughs) He's in the construction business. So he will build, he will sell. In the meantime, his health was not in the perfect place he needed to have a bypass surgery in that time it was almost the end of the construction he was doing with the hotel he asked me to help him because he wasn't able to go and because my business was not very credible in in my father's head because he's old and he doesn't see this as a business like banking doctor lawyer or so this is new for their generation so i started to help with the construction because I'm not a constructor. Construction what did you do? <laughs> you were hands-on? I, I made a very nice hotel. I don't want to brag about it, but it turned out to be very nice. Then it was a crisis time. It was this bombing in Istanbul. Nobody was visiting Istanbul. It wouldn't be wise to sell a hotel at that time financially. We said, okay, it's a nice hotel. Why don't we open it and learn on the way? But we were lucky we had a very nice consultant lady, which she kind of teach me, tutor me on the way through the Mm -hmm. construction. And then for the first six months when we were opening the hotel, I'm still calling her when I needed to 
ask her. She was telling me about the hotel stuff. When I was asking a question, she was like, okay, this is the Hilton style, like the hotel main professional way of doing Hilton style is this, but you can always convert it as you want and stuff. She would tell me the ups and downs. I was lucky that I had mm. such a consultant with me. That's so, so now for the eighth year now, <gasps> with when we opened the hotel, I'm running a 20-bedroom city hotel in Istanbul, which wow. turned out to be a special category in design with all the architectural details and stuff. And also Lampa name coming from the oil lamps because oh. my father is an oil lamp collector. That's why we have the oil, these antique old oil lamps all around the building. That's why we call the hotel Lampa, which is a Turkish word, but also used around the countries in Turkey, like in Russia, Egypt. They also call lamp. Wow, Lampa. in German too, lamp. Lampe. Yeah, in Lampe. It was kind of an international name, but with a Turkish root. We don't use lampa in Turkish. We say lamba. There is a letter difference. Still, it's coming from a Turkish root. So with a Turkish name, we created an international brand, which I did the branding at that time. I oh. used my past knowledge. And this is now I'm running the hotel. Congratulations. Kind of. The name is Lampa Hotel. While I'm listening to you, it seems like people think, oh, whatever I've done is wasted. But you have the financial insights, you have the international experience, you have the marketing, you have the PR, the construction from your father. It seems like you and the coaching, obviously. So you can True. all materialize now. Is that True. True. That's why I wanted to mention this master's degree. I did it in Germany and in Valencia because we were international students and not only Germans, not only Spanish. I have friends from Indonesia, China. It was really an international program, which is also helping me in the hotel to understand different cultures. So from city to city, it differs around the world. The culture differs a lot. And of course, I cannot know all of them, but when I face with an international guest, I know that they would be different. Now, what way. is your current role? We come to the Lampa Hotel and there you are, or you're more behind the scenes? Or what I'm, is more, I'm more behind the scenes. I'm more in my office. I'm basically running the financial part. And also, I'm also doing the administrative part, but I also have friends who have their responsibilities. I'm behind. Time to time, I'm being in front to welcome the guests. But I'm trying to, from the coaching perspective, to stay behind and let my colleagues to get the responsibility to welcome people, to serve to people. I'm not trying to step into their area. That's the perfect yeah. leader. We always say a Thank leader you. needs to step back and observe. Yeah. How Thank many you. employees do you have for the 20 best? Um, I have nine. If you have a dream job to open a hotel, twice, I would okay, say. Okay, so tell us, yeah. we need yeah. to go a little deeper. Yeah. Is yeah, this your like dream job? <laughs> well, this was not in my dream path. Really, this was just something on my lap. I needed to do it which is enjoyable. I would not say anything bad about it, but I have been learning to live with it on the way. Mm -hmm. On the way, I'm also learning about the difficulties about running a hotel. Now, when I'm visiting somewhere, going to a hotel, and when I see something not working, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm pretty sure they've been trying their best. 
they haven't seen this more things they're more accepting there are difficulties in running hotel because people are saying oh it's very nice we want to open a hotel in a small southern place in turkey by the sea and stuff. i'm saying okay if you want to be there 24 7 do it otherwise a small hotel is too much work really it, of course i'm kind of nine to five my times mm-hmm. are changing but my phone is open all the time i can because it's human so a crisis can happen yeah. anytime during the day or night so then yeah. the question is even more relevant what do you do when you don't work do you have time for something else i make the time i do my sports i socialize and stuff with after this pandemic i cannot really answer this question properly because i'm not really into life 100 percent yet not yet i hope yeah. it will be changing i'm doing my travels uh, but i yeah. see something sound massage sound massage that's a new is that I your new hobby say, or what is not, that maybe, i wouldn't call it a hobby i experienced sound massage a couple of times from this woman who i just received the class to be able to do a sound massage and it was one of the massage which i like all kind of massage i can try all of them i'm just really in favor of massage thing this is the only massage i fall in deep sleep i really was having some sleep problems i had some anxiety some i needed to calm myself every time i went to get a sound massage it was very helpful to me and i wanted to learn it to be able to helpful first of all my close uh, circle family but you never know i just did the first level at the moment I'm very excited every day. I'm telling people, okay, uh, when are you free? I want to give you a pro bono, a sound massage. I'm very excited because the sound vibrates, resonates with the body because our body is 60% blood, but there are other liquids in the body. So when the gong uh, vibrates and with the sound, all that liquid in our body resonates with it. So it kind of brings it to the balance. You do it virtually or also in only in person? At the moment, in person, but we are being taught to do it virtually like a meditation type of mm. thing. When you do a, a body scan, you can use different gongs. These balls, the sound balls are produced in a way that has the same vibrating levels with heart, but we are using a couple of different and they have different highs levels. Which sound massage in person is much, much a different experience. I'm sure. Latest hobby, let's call it hobby at the moment. Yeah. No, we should say your next venture. Thank you so much for guiding us through your journey and taking us on a journey with from finance to marketing to coaching to the hotel and now sound massage. It seems we got a sound massage in itself with this podcast <laughs> thank you so much and i wish you thank all you, the best thank, thank you very you. much thank you for hosting me it was always great to have a chat with you what a journey from finance to marketing to coaching to running a hotel what else what else is next aren't you curious thank you so much for a great conversation take it from the iron woman we have episodes every monday don't miss out on great episodes great stories of people you only find on this podcast and take it from the iron woman is also the book global business coaching with sports parallels get it in your local bookstore or download it support local small business